Lost Land. Created and produced by Will Huck. Starring Dylan Betts as Griffin Gant. Haley Isom as B. Kyra Roberts as D. Grant Perry as S. Josh Meredith as The Silencer. And narrated by Will Huck. In the year 2075, World War III had just began. At the climax of the war, the world was introduced to a new weapon of mass destruction, the O-bomb. A weapon that could disintegrate all organic material for thousands of miles. These bombs were dropped all over Earth, and this is now the world we live in, in the year 2101. Griffin and B are two strangers that bump into each other one day in a shantytown called New Dreary. With the world now in chaos and turmoil, can Griffin and B survive the liars, thugs, and bandits that now rule this lost land? Today's episode, The History of B. Years ago. Thank you. Thank you. My parents sold my brother and I into slavery when I was a baby for a few crates of food that they never got to eat. This is what my brother would tell me when I asked about them. We grew up on a slaver farm called New Hope with a hundred other kids that had the same story. That was the first step in taking away your individuality. When you arrive at New Hope, they put a collar around you, take away your name, assign you to a group, and give you a mark. So if you run away, bounty hunters know where to take you back to. I was assigned to Group B, so B was the only name I ever knew. My brother was put into Group S. For a few years, there were times where we rarely saw each other. As I grew older, my brother had the idea of creating a secret tunnel to my group's barracks. He dug every night until he got under the bushes right outside my tent. After that, he would come see me most nights. We would hide in that tunnel all night and dream of ways to escape someday. Why don't we just keep digging until we're outside of the farm? It wouldn't work. The walls around the farm go down to the ground for a few miles. I've heard some of the others talk about it. Oh. One day, B, somehow, we'll steal one of the food trucks and drive off and find a new life. We'll get as far away from here as possible. I promise you, a new life. My brother never stopped dreaming of that new life. You'd think growing up and living on a farm would be the life while living in a world with no food, plenty of open space, and no radiation. Still, you'd be wrong. All of the food we produced was shipped to organizations like the Handlers. As for the slaves, let's just say we never got to reap the fruits of our labor. But everything wasn't all bad. Being forced to work all day with the same people every day means you're bound to make at least one friend. Get up, the guards will see you. I can't. Yes, you can. Hey, what are you doing over there? Get back to work, or I'll use that collar around your neck. 
Come on, get up. You ain't getting another warning, Missy. Now get up. Wait, wait. She was just feeling the soil, thought it felt too dry. Get her up. Or both of you going in the radiation chambers. Come on. Thanks. What's your group? D. I'm B. From then on, D became my best friend in New Hope. She was a few years older than me, so by the time she was taken, she could already read and write. Working with her made the days go by faster. She taught me how to read by drawing letters in the dirt. It kept us both going. Took our minds off the bad. Okay, what are these? Um, that's an N. And that's a P. Good. What about that one? It's a B. B. Come on, I know you know that. It kept us both going, sometimes. He never liked the idea, but eventually I convinced my brother to continue the tunnel and reach the D barracks so that all three of us could spend our nights down in the tunnels. I don't see the point in this. We should be thinking of ways to get out of here, not wasting time. D is my friend. If we ever do find a way to leave, then she's coming with us. What? No. Trying to get us out is hard enough. I'm not dealing with another person. What's your problem? You haven't even met her and you're acting like she will be dead weight. She can help us. She could give us away. No one knows about these tunnels for a reason. If I started telling everyone about our secret meetings, then everyone would want in on our plans. What's so wrong with that? <sighs> Listen. Ever since the day we were sold, my only goal was to keep you safe and get us out of here. We have to look out for us, and us alone. If we don't, then all these nights down here will be for nothing. For nothing? Without these dark, dirty tunnels? I wouldn't even know you. I know, I know. You know what I meant. I I'm just saying that when the time comes and we get the opportunity, we're not waiting on anyone else. We leave for a new life. After that night, me and my brother were always at odds about the subject of escaping. We kept the topic quiet when Dee was around, but other than that, we actually started to have fun down there. We would play games and make jokes about the guards. The nights in those tunnels were the only times that we could talk and be human. My brother never liked to join in, but he would every now and then. He never warmed up to Dee. The masters liked to keep us quiet. Too much interaction with the others meant talking, and talking meant plotting, and plotting meant rebellion. There was one master who took it to extremes. They called him the silencer, because he muzzled all his slaves who worked under him, like my brother. It could have been why he was never that social with other people. While I worked in the fields all day, my brother and the rest of Group S worked in the shipping area. They loaded the trucks and did all the heavy lifting as if the muzzles weren't bad enough. If the silencer ever caught anyone resting on the job, he would take them out without warning, rip off your muzzle, and cut out your tongue. Some say that he did it for all the handlers too. Days went by, then months, then years. There were a few times where my brother thought that he had something going, but it always fell out in the end. I had more or less come to terms with the situation and the fact that we might never get out, but never us. The day we escaped started like any other. Morning came, everyone lined up outside the barracks for a roll call, then it was off to work. 
My brother went to his normal station, ready for orders. The silencer stepped out of his office and strutted around like he owned the place, as always. The trucks from the last delivery began to arrive and the workers got ready to unload. One particular driver had a bit too much to drink the night before and stepped out of his truck hungover. As he walked in the break room, he bumped into S. Watch it. The driver's drunk ass dropped his keys without even knowing it. My brother saw them fall in the dirt. S looked around for the silencer to cut out his tongue for even thinking about picking them up, but he was monitoring the trucks. Quickly, he kicked the keys behind a barrel next to the silencer's office. Our escape was near. That night, all three of us met up in the tunnel as normal, and S told us what happened. We had to move that night or else we'd risk the keys being discovered as missing. So, we're really getting out. We're really getting out, B. Our new life starts tonight. Um, D. She's coming with us, or none of us go. I don't care what you say. Look, S, I know you haven't always been so fond of me, but I can help. I won't get in the way. Fine. So what is the plan? Well, we don't have time to dig a tunnel towards the shipping yard, so we'll have to exit from your NB and make our way through the barracks. Above ground? I don't think we have another choice. I'm with you, S. All right, yeah, let's do this. We made our way to the B barracks, left those tunnels for the last time. We sat outside my tent waiting for S to tell us what to do next. I'm not sure I'll ever be able to accept what happened. Okay. So we need to do this as quietly as possible. Attacking any guards is too risky. The shipping yard isn't far, but there's some ground to cover. Everyone, stay behind me, move when I move, and keep quiet. Okay. Let's go. Did you see what a big T got his hands on last time we were in New Dreary? Yeah, a friggin' multi-tool. Said he picked it off some dead freedom fighter spy out of East or something. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen it. Okay, come on, B. Let's make it to the other side of them. Come on, D. Want another beer? Of course I do, mate. Stop, stop. Do you hear that? Hear what? Come on, we don't have time for this. Hold on. Eh, probably nothing. Okay, move, D. Stay on me. What don't you understand? I'm sorry. We're almost there. The truck is just ahead. Damn it. Is that it? Yes, but there's two guards right there. Well, we'll just have to knock them out or something. No, it's not that easy. We... We what? I have an idea. But you guys have to stay here. I'll be right back. S, no. Well, I guess we wait. Hey, B. Isn't that the silencer's office? Oh, no. He's sleeping. Not so quiet now, are you? Just what I was looking for. The boy. And the baby. Go on, kid. Do it! Because if you don't, your tongue ain't going to be the only thing I cut out of you. You killed my parents. I remember you from the day you took me and my sister to this place. 
I killed a lot of kids' parents. The way I see it, we saved you brats. Why do you think your parents were trying to get rid of you in the first place? They couldn't feed you, couldn't protect you. We are your salvation. Shut up. Huh. I get it. I guess it's poetic justice. Well, I hope you have a plan after this, kid, because there ain't going to be no place you can hide. I'll be taking salvation into my own hands now. What in the bloody hell? Come on, call for backup. Me, Mr. Silencer, sir? Oh my god, what's going on? Where's S? I'm sure he's fine, just hold on. Wait, there he is. Oh god. I got the key to our collars, come on, let's go. S, what did you do? There was no other way. I did what I had to do. Did you get the keys to the truck? They should be right down here. Got them. We don't have much time. B, let me see your collar. S, you you killed these men. B, we don't have time for this right now. We have to go. But... S is right. There wasn't any other way. Now we need to... There's no time. We have to go. I'm I'm sorry. No, we can't. No, we can't leave her. Go. No, you bastard. Get in the truck, B. Hold on. D. Keep going, B. We did it. I told you we would. A new life. Now. That was three years ago, and the last time I ever saw Dee. I know she's dead now, but there's still a part of me that can feel her. What about your brother? As soon as we got to the next town, I ditched him and made my way to New Dreary. I swore to myself that if I ever saw him again, I'd kill him for what he did. You really think you could do that? I don't know. Probably not. Listen, um, we should probably get some rest. We've got a long way to go if we're going to make it to the next town. Yeah, hey, thanks for listening. I've never told anyone that story. Oh, uh, no problem. What was that? Probably just an animal or something. Maybe I can catch it and we can get some real food. Griffin? Griffin, I can't see you. You're getting too far away. Hold on. I think I got something. Ah! Griffin! Griffin! Griffin, this isn't funny. Huh? This is Hunter 258. Package is secure. What will be the fate of Griffin and B? Find out next week on the finale of Lost Land.